smartcast you're listening to a hindustan times production brought to you by hd smartcast welcome to season 2 of our podcast ticks for free in which we discuss all things football i am dhiman and with me is my co-host vivek messi We have reached the business end of the FIFA World Cup. Argentina take on Croatia in the first semi-final at Lusail Stadium tonight. The Argentinians started their campaign with a loss to Saudi Arabia in their opener, raising fears of an early exit. but they have bounced back in style since then with victories against mexico poland australia and netherlands croatia have just won one game so far against canada in the group stage but their grit and resilience has shown through in penalty shootout wins over japan in the round of 16 and brazil in the quarter finals diman they have had contrasting journeys to the semi final uh, how do you expect this game to transpire Croatia would wanted to uh, pan out the way the other games have because even though Perisic at the press conference yesterday said that you know we would like to score meaning score in regulation time and sort of end the game but i don't think they're going to do anything different uh, from what they have been doing so far which has been very patient which is you know cut down the pace of the opponent team and then try and dictate things try and go on the counter uh, try and look for space to exploit if there's a weakness that they can find so this is something that's going to be croatia's approach tomorrow as well because it has done them well so far how argentina respond to that you know how argentina react to that is going to be what the match hinges on right right uh deman messi and modric of course are the two leaders for their respective teams uh, they share the same initials wear the number 10 jersey <laughs> they've been phenomenal so far uh, a word on them yeah yeah a lot more than that i mean see one of them is going to go out today and that's going to be a pity but it is what it is i mean the the, the world cup is not about you know that they can only be one winner so it is going to be uh, whoever goes out uh, at this stage it is going to be the end possibly the end of a glorious glorious career uh, it does not really matter really in the end that they did not win one of them is not going to win the world cup but it does not really matter both of them may not win the world cup uh, but really does not matter because they've been such champions of the sport they've been doing it for so long they've been doing it with so much passion so much commitment and it was super to see yesterday you know both uh, lionel scaloni and uh, zatko dalic uh, talk about how great these two players have been what great ambassadors they've been and you know it was it was really nice of scaloni he's been such an ambassador for the world cup for the sport uh, that he said that you know if modric is somebody we should enjoy now imagine this coming from the coach of a team who's going to play modric in the world cup semi final he said uh, but these are the kind of players that you need to enjoy if you enjoy football so yes uh, they are they have been great players they but only one of them is going to win uh, and only one of them is going to be in contention for the final right diman uh, you have you have written yesterday as well do you think that the short turnaround between games and especially with croatia have playing 120 minutes each in both the round of 16 and quarters will that have a bearing at all physically on on the players 
in the past it has uh, you know you can think of italy in 1970 you can think of uh, west germany in 1982 uh, but uh, recovery techniques the sport has got way more science the way more data way more uh, tools to sort of deal with uh, such things um, so i am sure you know they will have recovered and of course you know as the sheer adrenaline rush of playing a world cup uh, semi final is going to keep uh, tiredness at bay so I am not so sure that Croatia is going to turn up very tired. Uh, but having said that, uh, these games are decided on the smallest of margins. So uh, one error here because of tiredness could change the entire complexion of the game and could make the difference between playing a third place game and playing the final. So it is definitely a possibility. But, uh, you know, it would have been a greater possibility of players being tired had we been having this conversation in the 1990s or, you know, in the 1980s. But in this day and age, I think players do recover. They, they look after themselves much better. They are fitter. It's not something that... Uh, should be worrying both coaches and it is pretty much what Croatia said yesterday you know you cannot be tired going into a world cup semi final so i am thinking that you know it's that could play a part but that's not going to be a major part in this whole uh, semi final drama that we should be witnessing uh, early tomorrow india time um, you spoke about Lionel Scaloni being a great ambassador for the sport, uh, speaking glowingly about Luka Modric. Uh, Devan, there's been some criticism of Argentina's behavior after the win over Netherlands, the way they celebrated in front of the Dutch players. Uh, do you think that was a fair a fair criticism? Uh, Scaloni, of course, has defended his players uh, in, in the press conference yesterday. Uh, what did you make of that? Well, I think as Scaloni said yesterday, it did happen in the heat of the moment. Should it have been avoided? Yes. Uh, could it have been avoided? Yes. Uh, but things happen. You know, things, as as Slatko Dalic said, you know, in, in another context, he's spoken of uh, the Brazilian dance celebrations. He said, I had told my players that we do not dance. So, Brazil have insisted it's there, we are celebrating and they, they mean no disrespect. So, I am thinking that, you know, it has happened in the heat of the moment. It has happened in the way the game panned out. Uh, cannot be defended yes but i do not think we should be you know categorizing argentina as a team that does it because uh, they really haven't uh, and then again scaloni made that point yesterday as well that you know, we lost against saudi arabia and we didn't say anything he referred to the copa america final at the maracana where he said just after the game neymar paradis and messi were talking so um, it's not as if you know they are a they are a team that is going to indulge in the dark arts or be be insensitive uh, having said that what happened that day could have been avoided but i also understand that the you know i think tagliafico made this point that you know players are human and it it it's it's the the intensity of a game like that the circumstances in which uh, holland came back and then argentina won it can provoke reactions that when you look back uh, may be regrettable but uh, they do happen in the heat of the moment yes uh- Iman, I wanted to come to Croatia's game plan. Uh, Ego Stemac in his column for Hindustan Times today uh, has written that Croatia's system works and that they shouldn't really change anything keeping Messi in mind. Uh, Do you think that's what they'll do? How do you think they'll shape up? I think so. I think so. Because gone are the days you gave separate attention to a player. Uh, Man-marking or player-marking does not happen, you know, even at much lower levels of football these days. It's all about the zone. So, uh, Messi will obviously be watched. 
Justice Modric will be watched. Now, it will have to be seen as to how uh, Messi reacts because Modric, we know, prefers operating from the deep. Messi does not want to do that. Messi is not like Harry Kane dropping off. He prefers working closer to the penalty area. So, there will be protection. Uh, Croatia will put out a lot of protection, but they are not going to change their game plan just because it's messy because you can't do that. I mean, that would kind of assume that, you know, you're focusing too much on one player and they have other players who can hurt them. I mean, you, you looked at England uh, playing France. They kept Mbappe fairly quiet and they did it by not changing the way they play. I had spoken, thought of, you know, they would go for a back three. I was wrong. They didn't. So they just kept their belief in what they do well and they managed to contain Mbappe all right. So similarly with Croatia, I do not see them changing anything majorly. I think they will stick to the plan that has worked for them. If it's worked for them against Brazil, there's no reason for it to think that it will not work against Argentina because Brazil have had the most number of attacking players uh, in this competition for any team and Croatia pretty much kept them at bay. Uh, it was not, you know, it was not like desperate defending really. Okay, Livakovic did make a few saves, but that's the goalkeeper's job. So, I don't see anything changing tonight uh, against Argentina either. I think Croatia will also be reminding themselves that they did beat uh, Argentina 3-0 in the last World Cup. Although this is probably a different Argentina team, but uh, they can definitely take inspiration from that, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, you, you always, uh, it's always a happy memory to have. Different game, different context, uh, different uh, continent. I get all that. But, uh, you know, you still go in thinking that, okay, there was Lionel Messi last time around and we fairly convincingly and confidently won the game. So that's a good feeling to have. It's definitely something that's not going to impede your preparations. It's something that you're not going to take very seriously because it's a different context, different game. And like you said, a different Argentina team. But it's always good to know that you've done that. And and I think it works. It plays a positive part in sort of, you know, uh, helping you get ready for a game. Uh, Devan, uh, Croatia's defence has uh, got a lot of praise because of how solid they have been. But uh, one concern that they will have is the lack of goals up front, isn't it? Uh, Apart from scoring four against Canada, uh, the goals haven't really come in as much as they would have expected. True, because you see that that could be a worry because uh, they they're playing a team that has uh, scored consistently and scored always in regulation time. Argentina scored in the first half. Argentina scored in the second half. All Argentina's goals so far in the competition have come in regulation time, as opposed to Croatia getting four goals against uh, Canada was more proof of Canada's lack of experience in trying to manage games and their exuberance. They went ahead to try and get a second goal like Brazil did uh, against Croatia and they were punished. So, uh, Argentina is not going to do that. It's unlikely to do that. So, the, if there is one worry, it is this that, you know, they are not getting goals. They are not getting the kind of efficiency in the front third that Mario Mandzukic gave them last time around. Mandzukic is now part of the support staff of Zatko Dalic. Uh, they're frontliners. They've changed frontliners all through the games. And that, again, is proof of the fact that it's not working for them. That could be a worry because what happens if Argentina score early? What happens if Croatia have to chase the game? That is an aspect of Croatia that, well, we've seen that they were patient against Japan. We've seen that they attacked. They, they immediately got on a counter and equalized against Brazil. But... Uh, Argentina are also a team that are defensively solid. That goal against Brazil came and in a moment of, uh, you know, momentary, uh, 
lack of organization in Brazil's defense. And that was happening in the 116th minute. So I'm very curious to see how Croatia react if they take in a goal early, given that they're playing a team that is as mature as Argentina. Right. Uh, Diman, uh, Argentina did play a back uh, back three in the last game. They played Lisandro Martinez, Otamendi and uh, Christian Romero. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that with Croatia not posing that much of an attacking threat, uh, Scaloni will go back to a traditional back four and probably bring back Di Maria? That will depend on how fit Di Maria is. If Di Maria is not playing, it is not because of a team system or something. He's too good a player to be left out. If Di Maria is not playing, it is because he's not fit. So, if Di Maria's fitness improved, Di Maria did come on for some time uh, in the game against Netherlands. So, you can hope that his fitness is improved. And in the time that they've got between the quarterfinal and semifinal, he's only gotten better. So, I am expecting that Di Maria will start because Argentina need to show intent. And and uh, they know that Croatia will be patient. They know that Croatia will try and thwart them. They know that Croatia will try and slow the game down. So, Argentina need to show intent and uh, what better than have a player like Di Maria uh, do that, uh, you know, operating from the width, uh, operating from the side, giving the team width. He can cut in, he can shoot. He scores important goals. It was his goal that gave Argentina the Copa America. So, um, if Di Maria is available, he'll start and if that means reverting to a back foot, then so be it. I think that's how it will be. That was it for this episode. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on our Twitter handles at Vivek9301 and at DemanHT. If you're a true football fan, you cannot not subscribe to Kickoff, our weekly newsletter on the world game which hits inboxes every Friday. For more updates on this podcast, follow HT Smartcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn. And to listen to more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.